Welcome back to the Voices in Our Head podcast with your host, me, Vicente. On today's episode, I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> I decided to post this episode where I go to the cemetery of my father and my grandmother. My dad passed away in 2014 and my, grandma, my grandmother just passed away a few months ago. So I take my iPad and I do a little mobile version of the show and I head over to the cemetery in East LA. And then after that, I drive over to Rose Hills. It was a nice episode to record, a lot of good thoughts that came out, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yo te extrañaré, tenlo hmm. por seguro. I'm actually here at the cemetery sitting in front of my dad's uh, tomb here in East LA. Five years later, he's been gone for nine years. And for anybody who understands and knows what it is to lose a person, it's been a hell of a nine years. Not in a funny way, but in a crappy way. I miss the dude looking at his, his uh, what is it called, his nameplate. I don't even have the words to even talk right now, but and it says my name because he's a senior, I'm a junior. It's been rough. There's times where I wanted to want and wanted to talk to him. Can't obviously. And when I first did the original episode about losing my dad, it was more about the process of what happened during that day when he was in that bike accident in twenty fourteen. That was, I believe, three years, three or four years after he passed away. So going on nine years, it's a, kind of a big deal. Almost 10 years, and it's rough. I'm not going to lie, it's rough. We've lost a lot of people in our family. Uh, recently, we just lost our grandmother. She was, 90, I believe, 95 years old. Great woman. And I'm, I'm going to go to Rose Hills and talk about that situation, too. But this is more of a private, quick uh, episode where I'm actually here at the place. I think in the future I'm going to do some recordings at certain places to get the ambiance and the vibe. And the ambiance and the vibe here is basically I'm outside and I'm going to probably post a picture. And I just see East LA to my left and East LA to the right. It's always relaxing here. I come here, I sit down, I uh, grab some lunch. My dad's favorite food was a shrimp cocktail. Well, not his favorite, it was one of his favorites. And I'll eat here, sit by his, uh, his tomb, and just uh, relax. Just kind of um, try not to think about anything, yet my mind goes everywhere. But, you know, it's, uh, it's rare that I come here now. I used to come every other weekend because I live close, but... I got off of work today and I decided to come over here and just drive. 30 minutes later I was here and it's empty. Nice breeze. It's peaceful. And I'm glad at that, that it is safe space for me, I guess. But in the last five years, um, there's times where, like I mentioned, I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to express how I feel. Sometimes I felt angry. 
about his situation and his accident. And sometimes I accepted it. And it's hard to accept that your father died. I look at all these uh, tombs here and all these people have to accept the same thing, that their mother, their father, their brother, grandfather, they all passed away. My dad's one of thousands of people here at the cemetery in East LA. You know, but everybody grieves different. I did. When I try to tell the story about how my dad passed away, it's hard to even explain it, but I do. Um, even five years, even nine years later, it's hard to talk about it. On the first episode that I did, I was really emotional talking about the situation that happened when he was in an accident. Um, I remember when I was driving here right now, I was thinking, will I get emotional? No, I'm not actually. I'm more calm. I'm more at peace. Um, what I was remembering when I was driving over here was, I remember my dad when he was 42 years old. And I'm 42, obviously. And where he was in his life, and his life was cut short. He passed away at 56 years old. And at any moment, I could, something can happen to me, you know. And my kids will have, will be fatherless. And that just breaks my heart. And I'm fatherless. I don't have a dad. I have my mom still. I'm fortunate to have my grandfather, my grandmother I have. Um... I don't know where I was getting with that, but uh, what I want, I think what I wanted to try to say is that like everybody has somebody that they lost. So I'm not the only person. It doesn't make me special, but it makes my, it makes my, my view and my opinion on how I saw my dad special. That's what it was. He was 42. Cut, his life was just cut short. And I'm looking at all these people here and a lot of them had long lives. A lot of them were maybe 20 something years old. And looking at my dad's thing here, 1958, 2014. And by the way, if I stop talking, that means somebody passes by. There's nobody, there's nobody in these halls here. And um, I can't say that he lived a good life. He lived a, a good life by his terms. And when he died, I was 33 and I, like I mentioned in the other podcast, I promised him I want to live a good life. and. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do my best in every aspect of my life. Whether I have, oh, that's a helicopter. Yep, that's what happens when we're outside. <laughs> um, I try to fix my mistakes. I try to be a better person, a dad, father, friend, coworker, leader. Um, I promise him I'll be a good father and I'm, and I'm trying to do my best. You know, I think my kids would appreciate that. And I don't know, I just, I just thought that maybe coming over here with my iPad and talking would feel nice, and it does feel nice, actually. Uh, hot day at work. <laughs> I'm in my work clothes here, and uh, I needed this. I think I needed to come over here and relax. After this, I'm probably going to get some food. Usually I get food before and bring it, but I'm going to get some food in East LA and then uh, head back. Coming over here made it a good day. It's a good day today. I even was texting a few coworkers saying we had a good day today. And, and I think coming over here, which is weird, coming over here to the, the resting place of my father to say it's a good day. Yeah, it is because I'm at peace. And wherever he's at, 
he's at peace too. So the thing that we have in common right now, that we're just at peace, we're relaxing. There's one thing my dad always wanted was uh, peace and quiet, <laughs> just peace, just to relax, take everything just little by little, uh, don't overreact on things. And I think I'm good at that so far. I haven't overreacted in a lot of things. I'm trying to be rational. I'm trying, I try to be rational. And when I tell people to not be irrational, it comes, oh, something went on right now. It comes uh, from thinking about my dad, how calm he, he was at times. And um, I try to be like that. I try to be uh, like him anyway, in many ways, but obviously I'm trying to be myself. You know, I'm not naive to think I'm going to be exactly like my dad. But I'm, uh, I'm Vicente Carmona Jr. That's who I am. Uh, trying to create my own legacy, my own name, whether it's at my job or as a dad. But, you know, looking at he, him and when he was in his 40s and he had his things that he had going that he enjoyed doing, and I have, I have too. And he did appreciate a lot of things he did um, for people, and the people appreciated him. And I feel like I'm at that stage in my life where um, I want to do more things for people. I want to help more. I want to be there for people as much as I can. It's just hard because of time and stuff, but I try to make an effort. And obviously, most important people in my life are my kids, my family. And I want to try to keep that as a whole for him. You know, my dad, he's, he will be missed. The second that I found out he passed away, and he has been missed since he's been gone for nine years. I'll probably come over here more often. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I'll come over here more often, sit down and relax. Not record, but I'll just come over here more often. There's some days I will put on some music and uh, I'll just start crying because it just reminds me of him. Every Saturday and Sunday, he'll sit down and uh, on the days it didn't work, and he'll sit down and uh, listen to music and just, just be happy, relax, clean his car and stuff, and just do him. It's just, just my dad. And he didn't rest as much as I, I hope he did when he was alive. He worked a lot. But I got to find time to rest. I got to find time to not stress myself out as much on certain things. And when I think about my dad, he didn't, he didn't stress out as much. Everybody stresses out, but he didn't as much. Um, some people might listen to this and think the opposite, but from what my experience of my father, my dad, is that um, he calmed me and he made me want to be a calm person. And believe me, I could be really irate and mad and <laughs> irrational sometimes, but <clears throat> for the most part, I'm probably rational, I'm calm. I try to think, think things through. Um, <coughs> I need a cough button. Um, but I didn't really have anything much more to say when it came down to wanting to record here. Excuse me. Just, uh, you know, nine years, and it's a nightmare. I say that nonchalantly, but it is. 
you know, I don't know where he's at. I'm not religious. I want to give him a hug. I haven't had many dreams about him. I haven't seen a, seen him in terms of a ghost or heard him, but uh, I do uh, somehow feel that he's looking at me or something. I don't know how that. I don't know how to explain it. Um, his presence, I guess. And definitely when I work, <laughs> I do have his work ethic. I'm busting my butt every freaking day at work. Um, you know, and, and the, I can say more stuff about my dad, but that's a personal thing. But overall, I think I'm doing a good job making my promise to work for him that I told him when he was, uh, they were about to pull the plug. I, was just, I told him I'm going to be a good person. And to some, maybe I haven't been. I've hurt some people. I uh, made some mistakes, but, you know, everybody makes mistakes. And, nope, another helicopter. Right on cue. <laughs> Let that sucker pass by real quick. Jesus. Well, I said it was peaceful. Wow. Anyways, uh, we all make mistakes. All these people here made mistakes, but um, it's how we work through them and try to be a better person. And. You know, looking at my my dad right here, and I'm reflecting on my, the last nine years, and I'm gonna try to be a better person going forward. I think I'm on a, I think I'm on the right track at 42 years old. Well, anyways, um, I'll probably leave an outro. You guys will probably hear me talking again over some music, but uh, yeah, I think this is good. This is good. Qu a quick little episode, of course. This is good to come over here and be on site. I don't know how the audio is going to be, but I think I'm okay. I'll check it out and tweak it later. Um, but yeah, uh, here just chilling out with my dad at his uh, his his resting site in East LA in the Calvary, I believe Calvary Chapel Morch, uh, Cemetery, off of Whittier and Downey, I think, uh, in the city of East LA. I think it's Downey Avenue. I'm not too sure. Just by the 710 freeway. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really calm right now, aside from the helicopters. And, uh, yeah, I feel good. I feel good that I did this. You know, a lot of times when I do these recordings, after I'm done, I feel great. I feel good that I let some stuff out. Um, and that's good to do. Huh. And so far, no one came by to look at me sitting on the floor with an iPad on his lap and work clothes recording on the mic. So <laughs> I'm glad I didn't freak anybody out. There was a security guard looking at me, pulling something out of my trunk, which was my mic and my iPad. But, um, you know, last, real quick, the last nine years, they have been tough. I fought through them. But uh, I try to think of a lot of the positive things and a lot of the uh, advice he used to give me, which I won't mention too much, but it's enough to make me a better guy and a better person, a better uh uh, father and uh, I think I'm going to continue on that path but uh, you know here's to you dad he's at the Carmona January 22nd 1958 and he passed away February 28th 2014 beloved husband dad brother and papa Well, 
Earlier I was at my dad's uh, resting site, the Calvary Cemetery in East LA. And 30 minutes later, I'm at Rose Hills. My grandma passed away, 95 years old. <laughs> 95 years old, what a life, what a life. I wanted to do both uh, people that I lost in this episode. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm gonna title it. Maybe losing someone or after death or I don't know. I'll figure something out. But um, yeah, I just wanted to just you know just be here, talk about another person in my life that passed away. Like I mentioned earlier, my dad passed away nine years ago. My grandma just passed away. What are we in? Uh, August, so April, May, June, three, three, three to four months ago. And she has always been part of my life. Always part of my life. <laughs> she, you know, she was 98, 95 years old. And oh, another car driving around. And um, I've had her majority of my life. And when we found out that she, she passed away, it was... Uh, it hit us hard and we had a lot of people that passed away in our life and it doesn't mean that um because i'm not talking about them it's not important they're not important or anything but specifically i wanted to do my dad and my grandmother because to me those were the two closest people in my life um she has been married or was married to my my grandpa my grandpa for i want to say 73 years i might be off um and and, uh, you know, the family took it hard. She was the matriarch, I believe you want to say it, for the whole family. She was a good woman, a great woman, and passed away. We had a great, uh, man, I got a lot of people around here. I got mowers, security guard. At the, at the other one, there was uh, helicopters, and this one's more security guards and stuff. It's pretty windy. Um... I forgot what was in. Oh yeah, the, so the, so the funeral and everything was amazing. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people turned out, uh, turned up, uh, turned out. Well, hold on, showed up. There you go. <laughs> Not turn up. That's freaking for music and stuff. Um, a lot of people showed up, and it was very, it was beautiful. Um, any, you know, we couldn't ask for anything more at that day to celebrate my grandmother's life, Margaret Hernandez. Um, and so I really haven't visited anybody at a cemetery that was buried in the ground, aside from my uncle, uh, Luis. Um, he passed away when I was, I believe, six or seven years old. So in 1986, I think, 1986. And I would visit him. Like, as a matter of fact, I went to go see my dad earlier and I, my dad's in a uh, mausoleum. Is it a mausoleum? Yes. And uh, he's on the second floor, and he has bodies in the wall. And um, my uncle, uh, Luis, his, his uh, older brother is uh, buried in the ground about, I want to say maybe about 300 yards north of my dad. But other than that, I haven't really visited anybody that I've known that passed away. Some of them have been cremated. Um, we have our ashes at there at our home so this would be like the first major hit in my life that i'm coming to, to an actual uh, ground burial 
it's different. Um, I'm used to visiting my dad, and it's inside in his shade, and the sun's hitting me right now, but I don't really care. It's beautiful out here. I remember when my grandma was younger. I mean, when I was younger, and my grandma would tell me that she has her spot ready to go in Rose Hills. And she was, like, in her 60s at the time. And, you know, not, she, would, she didn't know she was going to live another 30 more years. And uh, this is her spot. This is what she was talking about. It's a nice spot. It's pretty cool. Um, and it's a spot where her and my grandfather are going to be buried at. My grandfather's still alive and kicking. <laughs> he turns uh, 98 this year. Great man, great worker. Perfect example of a husband, a father, and a grandfather. My grandma was the same way. I'm, I apologize if the cars pass by and stuff, but hey, we're outside, unedited recording, so here we go. Um, so he'll be laid here when he passes away, hopefully not too soon. You know, I think some of us in our family still need our grandparents. And uh, he's still going, you know. I'm not going to talk about how my grandmother died. She was 95 years old, and you know, her body uh, was ready. was ready to just rest. Um, no pain. And I mentioned at my dad's uh, site, there was peace. And after my grandma passed away, a lot of crying and sobbing, but there's peace also. I think because... At 95 years old, that's a hell of a life. I would love to make it to 70 years old, but 95 years old. I mean, I keep on saying that's amazing. And people that I will tell that I lost my grandmother, they'll ask, how old was she? Because I'm 42. I'm like, she's, she was 95 years old. And uh, I, won't too, I won't talk too much about, you know, specifics of my grandmother, just for the respect of our family and stuff. But uh, she was a... a she was a she was a, a great grandmother, a great mother, great sister. She was the oldest out of ten, I believe. And uh, you know, she watched her her siblings pass away, and I felt very fortunate to have her for as long as I did, forty two years. And uh, I feel uh, proud that I had a great grandmother. And I'm proud that I have a great-grandfather. And I tell my kids about their great-great-grandmother. I mean, I'm sorry, their great-grandmother. And, uh, you know, they've, they've seen her and, and, and talked to her a few times. But not as much as I wanted to. And that's a regret that I have. And we're visiting my grandpa. He lives closer to us. Uh, so it's more, uh, more convenient for us to go visit him as much as we can. And... Um, you know, what I, what I took away from my dad was uh, life can hit you at any moment and, you know, take away somebody who's important. As for my grandmother, and life can show you that you could live a great life and leave a legacy. You know, she was a matriarch of our family, a matriarch of uh, the whole family, you know. There was something that was said at her, at her, at her funeral, and it was um, people would say that, my grandmother's house in Pico was the lighthouse for the family. And I believe so. I believe that it was. I believe it was the lighthouse for the family. I believe people went there for um, to feel safe, to feel at home. And, you know, whether you believe in the afterlife or not or what happens to your body and stuff. But my grandma's 
here, and it feels like home. My grandpa's going to be here, not, not now, hopefully, more, more, in a couple more years, you know, and he'll be at home with my grandmother. And uh, this will be a place to, to find calmness, to look back, and to know that these two people, eventually down the line, one day my grandpa passes away, that they lived a great life, that they lived a, a, a humble, true, great life. I want to do that. I want to be like that. I want to be like my dad in terms of how he was as a person to help and to work and to provide and to generate income for his family and to give advice. And as for my grandparents, I want to leave a legacy of a great family, a strong family. And I mentioned with my dad earlier that I'm on the right path. This is good. I keep on saying that this is good because... I never thought I'd be out here on the mic talking to myself again. But uh, like I said earlier, this is this is good therapy. Let's talk about it. I think everybody should get a moment to record themselves. It doesn't mean they have to put on the podcast, but just record, just talk. Um, I don't have a therapist, so <laughs> I don't talk to the therapist, but I'm talking to myself and it kind of works. The view's amazing. I'll take some pictures and post it. Um, yeah. And I think I'll leave another outro intro to this one too. But man, it's crazy out here. It's it's amazing how all these all these plots are being made. The spot that she's in right now it's at the top top backside of the hill. Um, here comes another truck. And and um my uh my my sister's boyfriend passed away in two thousand ten, I believe. Uh he's located around here somewhere. I didn't get a chance to see where he's at, but um I remember like uh, even from that point now, uh, to now, there's, there's a, a lot of new plots and stuff, but very peaceful, very nice. Um, my landscaping mind looks at all the grass and all the weeds on some spots and some trees because I want to raise them and clean them up, but that's how they have it here. It's pretty nice. Green grass, it's good. My grandma has a great spot. She picked a good spot. <laughs> and I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her laugh. I'm going to miss her, uh, her little stories. I miss her look when she gets surprised, when she gets mad. Um, a lot of my cousins uh, all know what I'm talking about. A lot of my siblings all know what I'm talking about. My mom does too. Um, you know, talking about my dad, talking about my grandmother, two most important people in my life. I think maybe that's why I kind of wanted to do this is because they're, they were the most important people that I've lost in my life. And um, eventually I, I will meet more people. And maybe they will become important to me in my life. Obviously, I have, you know, my kids, my spouse. Um, I have people that are there with me now. But I'm talking about people that I've lost and people that eventually I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gain as either co-workers or new family members, maybe some in-laws. I don't know. Um, maybe my kids might have a, a great partner in the future and they're important to me in, in my life while I'm in my 80s who knows anything can happen over there at the mausoleum where my dad's at if I remember that's the right word I saw a lot of people's um, headstone over here's a lot too a lot of a lot of uh, yeah just all over the place I mean obviously we're at Rose Hills but yeah just a lot of people live their life and now they're just resting here crazy huh well i'm gonna put a song for my grandma i believe it's gonna start right now so here's to your grandma 
Margaret Hernandez. You lived a hell of a life, Grandma. And as you can tell, I can record anywhere. And in this case, I was recording at two cemeteries, which was actually an enjoyable experience. I really had uh, a nice, relaxing time just talking about my loved ones. And that's part of the show, just going out there and, and sharing my voice. And I appreciate you guys listening to it. If you guys want to follow me on social media, I am on TikTok and on Instagram. If you go on Instagram at Voices in Our Head Pod, there's a link right there that shows all my uh, social media uh, connections and links and stuff like that. And if you guys want to Gmail me and uh, I'm sorry, email me any questions or be on the show, it's at V I O H pod at gmail.com. You show the voices in your head soon. Right?